June 22nd, Acts chapter 14, verses 8 through 28. While they were at Lystra, Paul and Barnabas came upon a man with crippled feet. He had been that way from birth, so he had never walked. He was listening as Paul preached, and Paul noticed him and realized he had faith to be healed. So Paul called to him in a loud voice, Stand up! And the man jumped to his feet and started walking. When the listening crowd saw what Paul had done, they shouted in their local dialect, These men are gods in human bodies! They decided that Barnabas was the Greek god Zeus, and that Paul, because he was the chief speaker, was Hermes. The temple of Zeus was located on the outskirts of the city. The priest of the temple and the crowd brought oxen and wreaths of flowers, and they prepared to sacrifice to the apostles at the city gates. But when Barnabas and Paul heard what was happening, they tore their clothing in dismay and ran out among the people shouting, Friends, why are you doing this? We are merely human beings like yourselves. We have come to bring you the good news that you should turn from these worthless things to the living God who made heaven and earth, the sea, and everything in them. In earlier days he permitted all the nations to go their own ways, but he never left himself without a witness. There were always his reminders, such as sending you rain and good crops and giving you food and joyful hearts. But even so, Paul and Barnabas could scarcely restrain the people from sacrificing to them. Now some Jews arrived from Antioch and Iconium and turned the crowds into a murderous mob. They stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, apparently dead. But as the believers stood around him, he got up and went back into the city. The next day he left with Barnabas for Derbe. After preaching the good news in Derbe and making many disciples, Paul and Barnabas returned again to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch of Pisidia, where they strengthened the believers. They encouraged them to continue in the faith, reminding them that they must enter into the kingdom of God through many tribulations. Paul and Barnabas also appointed elders in every church and prayed for them with fasting, turning them over to the care of the Lord, in whom they had come to trust. Then they traveled back through Pisidia to Pamphylia. They preached again in Perga, then went on to Attalia. Finally, they returned by ship to Antioch of Syria, where their journey had begun and where they had been committed to the grace of God for the work they had now completed. Upon arriving in Antioch, they called the church together and reported about their trip, telling all that God had done and how He had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles too. And they stayed there with the believers in Antioch for a long time. Reputation. If I were to because I don't know many of you at all, but let's say I just started interviewing you. Maybe I'd interview the people closest to you, you know, your, your friends who are here with you today. And I asked them, tell me about David, you know, if, if there's a David out there. Tell me, tell me about David or whatever your name is. And I, and I asked your wife, David, I asked your kids, I asked your friends, I asked people who worked about you, tell me about his relationship with God. Tell me what he's like. Tell me about, you know, who, who is this guy? 
Okay, think about that. If I interviewed the people close to you, what would they say? If I interviewed people in this church about you, what would they tell me? Okay, think about that. Some of the people in this church might say some very nice things about you, right? People in your Sunday school, people that have been on missions trips with you, people that, that were at the dinner table with you. Think about what they would tell me about you. What would they say? What's your reputation? And, and maybe Pastor John knows you, and I would ask Pastor John, wait, 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 tell, me what, tell me about this guy, what you know about him. Tell me about this woman, what you know about her. And think about the report I would get by interviewing those people. Okay, you got it got in your mind? We have an idea of what they would say. Okay, now what if, what if God would allow me right now to just leave this earth and come before his throne and I could actually interview him and ask him about you? Father, tell me, tell me about, tell me about David. What what are your thoughts about him, his actions, his life, his, his love for you? And I just kind of took down a report. What would the two reports look like? Would this one report, would what your friends and your family and the people around say about you be much higher than what God would say? And if so, could it be that you've been more consumed about your reputation than you are about your character and who you really are? before God, and, and you, you, you maybe purposefully, we can do this, right? Make ourselves sound better than we are to certain people, and create a reputation for ourselves that may indeed be false when we stand before God. And we know it, and we know it, what God would say about us in many ways, and sure, sometimes we even deceive ourselves on that, but for the most part, we know, right? And that's what he says to these people, and, and the, the, the verse is very dear to me because I now have a reputation. And I want my life to match up. I don't want, at the end, God to say, wow, that's good, ooh, Mr. Crazy Love, you, you know? <laughs> but for Jesus to confess my name and say, no, Francis, he, he, he loved me. He loved me. Father, angels, Fran, here's Francis. He loved me. He, he didn't go these other directions. He lived it out. <laughs> Isn't that what you would love to hear from the voice of Jesus? That's what we're after. And, and so if it comes across me just going, wow, this guy doesn't even know me. He's getting in my face already. It, it's because I, I want that for you. What a silliness. There's such a silliness to fake when something so big is on the line. Something so grand is on the line. I, I sometimes just tell people, I go, why would you fake? Think of it. Take it to the end. You, you know, take it to the very end. You fooled everyone. That's great. And so you die and you go to hell and you think, yeah, but everyone thinks I'm in heaven. That's your goal? How long is that joy gonna last? You guys, it's this, it's, 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 it's this time to get real. It's, it's just a time for us. We gotta get honest with some of our disbelief 
be honest, with our fear of surrender. To be honest with some of the concern we have of the incongruency of what we see in New Testament, Testament Christianity and what we see in our own lives. 